A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. What's up, signers? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Hello. What up? Hang loose. Um, before we get into this week's episode, we have more reviews to read. Yay. Awesome. We need a, awesome we need a sound effect. Um, we'll here, we'll I'll call drop. for more reviews and we'll also call for drops. I'll if dr- you want to make us some drops, <laughs> please drop. Oh, yeah. I'll drop, drop some, them. I'll drop some kind of noise here. It'll be a surprise. What's going on? Uh, if you aren't aware if you leave us a five-star review we will read it on the podcast it super helps us out in in charting and being able to be found by new people and also it just makes us feel good uh we really appreciate it uh if if you want to say something nice that makes us feel good but also if you want to say something rude as hell you can as long as it's five stars we'll read it and we will hopefully take the the criticism with an open heart and mind uh So without uh, further ado, let's read some reviews. This first one comes from Grey Boo, and it is entitled Learning and Laughing Dash Sweet Pod. This is a wonderful podcast to start or keep learning about astrology. I had already had an astro.com bank filled with charts and studied planets, houses, and aspects, but I love hearing these girls' different perspectives on astrology and all that goes into it. There's always more to learn. I sit with charts of my closest peeps and learn more and more about myself and others. They've even changed my mind on cusps. Ah, If you want a hilarious hilarious gap fest and informative info, look no further. Thanks, ladies, and stay gold. Sincerely, Pisces Sun, Taurus Moon, Aqua Rising. Thank you, Grey Boo. Grey Boo. And also, you know, cuss. I guess I don't have anything to say about cuss. I'll leave it. I'll I'll take the, I'll take it. 
Uh, Every, a little controversy you never heard anybody. <laughs> I mean, the cusp is just, it's the linguistics of cusp. As we, listen to the cusp semantics. episode. It's, it's very semantics semantic. argument. Very, very. Okay, this next one is from Deb K. Webr and W.Y.S. Wait, what? Uh, Capricorn <laughs> Sun, Libra Moon, Libra Rising. I've only been listening to daily pods less than a year. I had a really solid base of perfect pods, but lacked a conversational astrology pod. Not just planet signs, houses, and aspects, conversation. Someone made this recommendation I subscribed immediately. A couple of weeks later, I thanked the recommender for leading me to WYS, and um, it actually wasn't WYS they had suggested. Wait, have we read this one before? I think we did read that one for sure. Or did someone else just have a very similar experience? Because I don't remember it being about... This sounds different, but maybe the same thing happened. I, I could see that. We also are, like, when you Google astrology in the pods, we are, like, the first to come up. So I bet if you are searching for something else, you'll find us. Sorry, and our artwork is beautiful. Like, you're just going to come on in. And I'll just keep going. Whatever. Um, okay, then it's the eye bulge emoji. Like, what? I'm a freaking Capricorn. How did I botch that? I still have no clue, but I did check out the actual recommended pod. Well, no, thank you. Oh, yeah, we have read this. Anyway. We've read this. Anyways, never gets old. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. We're going full. I'm hooked here. It is exactly what I needed. I love the overarching perspective of WYS. Definitely not a cookie cutter one. Sits one size fits all pigeonhole astrology pod. Everything. Alignments, aspect, retrogrades. Everything is delivered in a YMMV. What does that mean? Take what resonates, leave the rest kind of way. Hit that subscribe button, then hit five stars. This one's a keeper. Well, thank you yet again. Thank you. I love it. Yes. I, you know, I love I love accidental discoveries. I mean, it's, it's like that's just a little simpatico. Thanks, boo. Love it. Yeah, thank you. Wait, is the wait what from male gaze? <laughs> so, probably, wait, what? <laughs> so, okay. That- Zed says I wonder that that's like that, the funniest yeah, sentence I wonder in the if world. It's someone from them or from views. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Well, but they said they were recommended. They said they were recommended from another astrology house. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, I mean, what, I like the W. It goes the alliteration of the W, though. Wait, WS. Wait, what? <laughs> All right. Your next review comes from a lot of. A lot of, I don't know how to say it. They're like a lot of colon sad face. Yeah. It's a lot of colon <laughs> and then the one little sad face. Um, and it's titled Juicy with the ex- the warning sign emojis. Yeah. This pod, y'all, Italian chef's kiss. So fun, so informative, so clever. I love how they explore nuanced topics of curiosity, intuition, and a dash of humbleness that makes it enjoyable to listen to and not pretentious at all. I personally like the chat sesh before they dig into the topic. It makes things way more playful and less dry. I'm a gem sun, Taurus moon, and Sag rising, by the way. I'm hmm. shamelessly using this to ask a question. What does a Mars, moon, Mercury stellium in the six bring to mind for you? Anyways, thanks, ladies, for making such a kick-ass pod. And if you're ever in New Orleans and want to talk astro, at me, at Lady Petite Mort. <laughs> um, with a little kiss emoji. Whoa. That's, that six house stellium to me is that you think and feel uh, and are motivated to take things in incremental steps. And like mm. day to day, you are thinking in a scheduled manner. You are uh, like also 
probably have a, um, a decent like vitality in terms of like day to day things. You are an energetic person in that way and have and have a lot of drive and energy to take care of those things that you have to do day to day. Totally. I mean, I'm curious too. you know, what what sign um, you got those in. But yeah, I think that is going to need have a natural inclination to be that kind of like check check in box kind of person. And that again, I think when we think of to do list or that six house day to day stuff, which will be coming up that um, very, very right away. Right now. Uh, right. Actually, just after this commercial break. Right after uh, <laughs> but I think it is doing, um, it doesn't always have to be like work. Like it can just be like, oh my God, I did all my skin care, skin care steps. I did that. Like it's, it is, it's taking that um, cultivation and responsibility that is just all about you going on that path. So it's really, it's really determined. So I think too, if maybe of the other placements or signs that are like maybe a little more disassociate a little more checked checky outy or some oppositions to that I think it can feel like that maybe sometimes these tasks are more like daunting than they really are sometimes too it's like Joe just get up and do it dude like you'll love it <laughs> I think and also, too the yes, six houses it, it's calling you to organize in some kind of way and whether that's like if you feel scattered mentally or if you're I, I, I hasten to say organized I think people mean think I mean clean but I mean, organize, you know, like yeah. be be the one in the group that helps with uh, getting everyone there or be the one that knows where all the shit is in your house. You know, whatever organization is. To oh, you. my God. I'm sure I'll talk about this very soon on the sexy housey app. But even like just changing our we had two power strips that were a bundle of cords and we just like reorged oh and downgrade and it was like oh wow this aesthetically was pissing the fuck shit out of me and now i my space feels more cooperative for my like what i'm trying to do in here i'm not me- i'm not constantly thinking about how i should untangle those cords it's just like mm-hmm. it's like chopping away at that noise because you can and then you can have like all that beautiful virgo meadow peaceful serenity action that yeah. harvest harvest those crops untangle the cords yeah baby <laughs> uh this next review comes from lunar ed and it's entitled a fun way to learn more about yourself while also having a laugh uh these women are so much fun to listen to whether they are talking about what foods they've been cooking celeb gossip etc they always find a way to connect everything to astrology which is educating in a very satisfying way i wait for their show every week like it's payday ha 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 i'm still waiting for my commission reading though uh <laughs> eyes bulgy eyes crying laughing emoji uh, Cancer, Pisces, Libra. And this is from Lunar Ed, and I know that we have since done it. That's Edgar, LOL. LOL. And also, <laughs> full disclosure, this is a, uh, not a drag. This is a, a disclaimer. I'm pretty sure Lunar Ed sent that, like, the day after he ordered his chart, too. Like, okay. They do take a while. We have to, we have to yeah, turn them Not to say, not to say we have not been late before. We're not but late, but we give a timeline. I do know. We give a timeline. We do give know. a timeline. We do give a timeline. We do and give a timeline, and we love you. Thank you. Thank you, Edgar, LOL. And only he knows <laughs> why we were saying that, too. Uh, okay. This is from Outrage by You. <laughs> okay. And then Galaxy Gales given a brilliant pod. This is a Leo Sun, Cancer Moon, Libra Rising. 
You've all helped my fiery self embrace how watery I am. With that said, first of all, Jesus was a Pisces or an Aries, according to the theologians. If he were a Cap, he, he'd have written the Bible himself. You probably know this part, but Christmas is put in December to more easily convert pagans who had festivals what we now call December. I'm a Leo Sun, Cancer Moon, and Venus and Mars, all in the ninth house and midheaven and Libra rising. Wonder if you have any suggestions on how to embrace my emotion emotionality as a Cancer stellium without unintentionally manipulating people. I lead with feelings, and that can be a lot for a lot of people. I've especially found the Sagittarius's in my life taken aback. Trying to be an evolved Leo in Cancer makes July and August a dense time for me. Also, love sign Rex. I seem to attract Pisces, but don't know if I should lean into these waters. Oh, well, thank you. Wow. I mean, love it. <laughs> clear. I love a Jesus truth there. Also, so much like clearly ninth house action going on. Like this is like big themes of so much of like feelings and then these facts of the history and then who should I fall in love with like so much ground we're covering but you know what I'm watch I'm but I'm not shocked by that yeah well, that's I'm not I think either. that Pisces I love because it's all the same but you know it can be can be a bit codependent but like I, was gonna say, you I like might that get all it. that swimmy in the watery like let's sure. just go as long as possible kind of stuff I was gonna say that could, get it. It, that could get annoying but it could also be like really to lovely. the outside to the outside to each oh, other sure. you're just gonna be like happy you know exactly like just mowing through your minds and watching good documentaries and like yeah, like embracing, embracing all of that. I'm like, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, suggestions for how to embrace my emotionality without intentionally manipulating people, I would say it's if you un- you can't stop anything you unintentionally do. But also, mm-hmm. um, are we being emotional? Are we being intentionally manipulative, perhaps? Um, and, and I would say just as a general thing is always like, um, being emotional does not mean that people have any, um, obligation to respond in the way that you want them to. Uh, so if you're, you, you probably can't help but be emotional and emotional encompasses so many different things. So it's not like, oh, should I not like cry? But it's like, you still are responsible for your emotions and for dealing with them and for, communicating what you want from them it's not just because someone is crying in front of you you have no obligation to like go hug and comfort and uh do those things of course if that's what you want you have to ask for that not just expect people to to treat you accordingly especially Mm. coming from a sag (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i mean the manipulating part it's like sorry that's just like cancers can sometimes to, you know take that wheel and and you know guilty as charged but you, i'm glad you have this like liberizing here that can hopefully return to seeing both sides and also that leo son that i think can I think people are like leo and their ego and this like i think leos can be really really grounded of matters of the heart uh, yeah, they are heart ruled people and um yeah and this ninth house too it's like i we can't outthink our emotions we can't study them you know, to, to death and not just feel sometimes sometimes we need to experience. And there might be people that bring out different sides of you and that that's going to affect, I mean, I'm assuming you have probably some big empathic energy in here too. So I think it's just, uh, it's going to be a sampling and experience, but I think the vibration of that person, how you're feeling, because I know with my cancer vibes, if I, I can tell people I'm like, Oh, I'll easily get them. I'll easily manipulate. Like if this, it shouldn't like, I think it should just have that that spark, that click, that feeling, rather than just a 
you're thinking too much it's probably a sign to stop thinking too hard about it (laughs) you know like it just let her let her be um the next one i think we have already read we have but there's an update for me let's no we're not yeah we're not read we, we read? talked about it off pod. Yeah, we're not reading this. Oh, I don't mind. This girls that I, I talk. Mind. This girls that I talk over the girls, and I did text the girls immediately and apologize. And then the girls said, "You don't do don't, that." I and then I was yeah. like, "You know, I, I honestly, we, I can't. I, I, of course, I do. Except like, I think we, we all, all can do. to a certain degree." Yeah, and- also, it's also a lot harder if if you're listening. I don't know if you're listening to this part, but it's a lot harder that we're not now in the same room and we're doing remote. It's some of our internet speeds are slower and and like sometimes they're faster and some like. But mm-hmm. I things don't, just it happens. But I don't want to make excuse either. I'm more conscious. Like I'm like I don't think I'm gonna like. I'm not like I'm a Gemini Mercury. I'm sorry, and I'm not gonna uh, like fully change who I am because I know there's people that like the excited parts of me. But I'm gonna be conscious of it because I know as a podcast audio listener that can be annoying when everyone's talking at once. And uh, I hear you. I mean, I'm this you know coming from a Sag Sun Sagittarius Moon Gemini Rising. I'm a little shocked to read something of this nature, but you know. Bygones be, <laughs> bygones be bygones. I hear you. I see you. Adore I'm it. trying to be more conscious of it. We we all know our quirks. We're not. It, we all. You know. I, I'm sure we all do this in real life and stuff too. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, For sure. That's it. So <laughs> you can drag us. Uh, <laughs> this was just someone updated old review, which is like all right. But I hear you. Uh-oh. I'm not. I'm trying to like de uh, like our last review we just read. I'm trying to de cancer find myself and be like, it's fine. It's like it is fine. I can learn from this. And I and also the what the way she read was really nice as a you know like don't take this encouraging. As a, uh, yeah, it's encouraging. Don't yes. take this as a dig. And I I appreciate that because I get my feelings hurt too easily. So I appreciate the con the disclaimer of like not a dig just. Shut up, bitch. And it's like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Should we read a final one? Yeah. Get into this episode. We have one from Helena KG97. And it's Aries Sun, Virgo Moon. Oh, it's called Comfy Cozy Morning Pod. Oh. Aries Sun, Virgo Moon, Lee's Leave a Rising here. Love, love, love this pod, especially when I'm drinking my morning coffee, getting myself grounded before starting my day. Thanks for keeping real and down to earth. It's far too often that when I'm looking for yet another astrology pod, Jessica Lignato was my first LOL. It's a little too woo for me, but this one is just right. Keep doing you ladies. Uh, heart star moon. Hell yeah. We will keep doing us. You know, we yeah. are. Thank you. We got just a, right. a I'm the of, only one that will. We got a <laughs> bit of, we have a splash of woo. Majority uh, dumb bitch syndrome. Ooh. That's like <laughs> yeah. really what we're going for here. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Thank you guys so much for your reviews. As I had mentioned, it does really make us feel good. And we learn and we grow. So keep keep it coming. Um, we really appreciate it. If you haven't left us a review, consider doing it. We would love to hear from you, even if it's to talk shit about us. Um, would love to hear it. Do it to do it to our face on our t- on our feed. Or don't do it at all. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Also, maybe just don't. Please um, be nice. Yeah. Please be nice to us. We really need it. Uh, thank you so much for your reviews. If you have left them, uh, we are forever grateful. And now, enjoy this week's episode. I've got friends with 
Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the ability to cope in the face of adversity of this podcast. Oh, yeah. That's, your, right. that's your middle name. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know why, but ability to cope made me just go like a cab. I know yeah. that's not his name, but it, just it, it made like, me think of Chris like, Cope, which is worse. There we go. <laughs> I guess I didn't All think of copes. it as like coping, but I mean, we'll get more into it. But I, the every, I don't know if it's these like houses of like uh, three through six that feel so all-encompassing. So it's like, think of whatever like stands out for you two in a way. Like it's interesting how much was so focused on work. In, in research, like, so much work stuff. And I was like, huh, like, I mean, I knew this, but I didn't really, I never, like, really, I don't know, that's not where I go to, I guess, when I think of sixth house stuff. But I, I'm jumping, I'm jumping the gun, I'm jumping the gun. I know everyone Sorry, wants to hear, jump. I know everyone yeah, wants to hear jump. us talk about periods for minimum 20 to 25 minutes, so. Uh. I'm on mine. I'm, I'm about, about to start. Get really? Started. Yeah, Lisa, where are you at? I mean, oh my Steve, God, where are you guys, at? I'm next week, so I'm, I'm okay. actually, I'm ovulating, I guess. Uh. All right. Lisa. <laughs> I had a weird one this week. I, I did, um, started my first day at work, which is a new trend that's happening I think my body is like it knows syncing up to my work schedule somehow which I actually don't mind that much I asked on Instagram if you'd rather get it on your first day at work or your first day off I think I'd rather have it at work than work I was gonna say I want that leisure day to like yeah yeah do whatever I want with my vagina with I guess you can do whatever you want with your bloody vagina, but there's some limitations let's you know I know but it's grouchy at work though which is kind of not great Mm. Yeah, I so more no, excuses but I to think go to the bathroom, because, which yeah. is nice. <laughs> yeah, I just think you're already kind of like not uncomfortable. I don't mean to yeah. say everyone's uncomfortable at work, but it's already not like your time Fun. off. So it, yeah, it feels like it's not uh, encroaching on. You're like I don't know, pleasure then, time. You're but, doing double then, duty of like yeah. whatever. I'm already at work. Get it out of the well way. Throw it on. Yeah. Whatever. And then on day four, I got a random like blood rush where I was like I thought this was close to over and now it's like a day okay to bleed on a day four and I'm not wow. thrilled about day that two is that four. is that is what my period does now like I uh I'll be on for like three days or whatever then I'll have a full a full-blown day off nothing and then Whoa. like midway through that next day or something like that it'll just come back for like a day and then done and it does make me feel I know that this is not true okay <laughs> but my period does make me feel like my uterus uh is like someone else is not we are not one in the same like it does <laughs> feel like she's playing like she's trying to get me She's That's tricking how me. I She's very feel vindictive. Those work ones. I'm like, what do you? How do you know? How do you know? Mm. That's well, what I mean. I mean, until I started, you know, medicating mine mm-hmm. with like uh, the birth control pill. It, I, that was my life. It was always like, oh, I put on nice underwear. Got it. Like yes. that's when this is gonna come. 
so randomly, oh, cool, I'm going to truly think I'm pregnant every month because you're always just going to, like, hop around the board. Like, what the fuck is up with that? And then, and yeah, until I got on pill packs, it's just like, yep, next Thursday. Like, ooh, that week of placebos, Monday through Wednesday, not a Thursday, a driplet at night. And every day on Thursday, I'm like, is it coming? Is it coming? And then, of course, there's a little driplet. I'm like, nice. Friday, Saturday are washed. Sunday is, can be a crapshoot. And then by Monday, it's gone. It's like, it's... Birth control periods are the best. It's too, it's too convenient. Yeah. And you can skip. Oh, my God. And oh, I yeah. know, and again, That's I That's the danger, though, because I used to skip, like, I'd be like, oh, I have an ingrown toenail. I'm going to skip Oh, my, my God. <laughs> 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 For no reason. Well, I'm like, I think I might, I think I might, I, I'm supposed to get it next week, but I think I might skip. Because I haven't skipped in a while. It's hot as fuck. That's like, that's my, when it's winter and you're sweatery, like, who cares? I could bleed for a month. Like, well, I mean, not preferable. But in the sticky thigh sweat chub rub of it all. And I'm a pads girl, which is controversial. I know. That's so controversial. Hot truck. I'm a a diaper, I'm a move that diaper to the side kind of period sex girl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's so funny you can hear me swishing I... all around the house because you know that sound that that's like wearing sit up feet. well maybe you, you sit like up a the... little bit higher <laughs> <laughs> it's my meditation seat yeah maybe you would like the thinks underwear i do not like them I... but if you like pads it feels like there's a pad you know underwear. It's not even that I like pads. I just hate tampons. And I know about cups. And I'm just, I'm not crafty. I feel like cups, you have to have like a little technical skill, which I don't think I naturally possess. Look, I, I'm, Look, I'm cup now. I'm never going to cup. We've, I think we've already yeah. talked probably, about this. Probably, probably. Yeah, I was on mushrooms. And that it's just not a good first time. And I just don't think I'm going back. I think I told you guys, I, the first time I tried it, I didn't know you had to boil it. So I was trying to put this, like, very plastic, very tough cup. And I'm like, I just can't. I'm too tight. And it's like, no, you just didn't make it soft. Like, it was like a hard rock. And I think I also just don't like things in me for long periods of time. I pee too much. Then I, like, lose it. I'm also, like, convinced free bleeding lets it end faster and I know the cup is more of a free bleed rather than a plug like a tampon but still like the the act of it in and I get I love the idea of cup I wish I could be a a queen of cups but alas I'm a queen of diapers and that's my life right now hey I mean everybody I like that we are representing a full spectrum here of of uh period receptacles yeah, I mean, there's I not am. that there's not that many really. If at the end of the day, I'm I've the thing I saw about things is allegedly there's like carcinogens, cancer, yeah. yeah and, but there's also that at, in like, like everything sign right? in your building, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Says that. There's like I'm technically I'm eating strawberries, which has been proven to like if they're not from someone you know, they're like the most poisonous fruit on earth. Like they're just really? pesticides. They like take pesticides. They're from the, the like, dirty the dirty dozen. In terms of like heaviest pesticide yeah. usage, and they can like what else? Grapes, um, apples is like the number it's just one food that oh. you eat the skin. That's all mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also they bugs can burrow into berries like really easily, so they get just 
annihilated with fucking nuke, nuke level pesticides. So if you're gonna buy or I would love a good comprehensive list of like, yes, ideally you should eat organic they across the board. But yeah. like bananas is like you never need to get organic. Yeah, they're in a house of their own doing. Yeah. Anything, I think anything where, like you said, anything where you're not eating the skin, it's less important. But when you are, it you get just got to remember that, that you're eating the whole thing. And mm-hmm. I am a kind of a bitch about buying organic. Ooh. I think I think I, my mom would be like mad to hear that I spend, but I do. It's, I don't really care. You know what it is like. I feel like the price difference of organic has. Clo- I think that gap has been closing over the last few years. It used to be like I'm not paying four dollars for that bell pepper, but now I feel like now I feel like it's become a negligible fifty cents to a dollar for the most part. So, especially like the green onions that you get organic are like large and firm and like the ones you get in the regular section are like droopy and I don't know like they need to be rehydrated or something oh my god this is just a six house slash shopping slash organizational system brag I've I've teased it to y'all but I was saving it for the pod because I this should be an ad I hope maybe retrospectively they hear this and go wow we should pay these women to brag about trello.com trello.com is a great way to organize your ass i've just been looking for basically digital sticky notes that aren't sticky notes like on a map and you can make different boards with boxes that you can move around really easily and i have never in my procrastinating ass life done so much shit that has been looming on my to-do list in under 20 minutes which is what it's taken that's how long all those things were going to take to do but I've also meal plan I have a board for meal plan I went to the grocery store and bought to the exact amount of everything every meal I was eating for the week the other day and it felt so good just because I can I can very aimlessly oh I'll do a little this I'll do a little that oh maybe I'll wing this the other day and then I wait I don't want to waste produce I don't want to waste stuff I don't want to like throw things out or and waste money and man that rigid ass list where it's like no bitch put that back like that's not on your that's not part of the soup so why don't you put that back and trello.com I really recommend it the boards have changed my life it's compatible for your desktop and your phone And if you're like, well, I use reminders, I use the notes, I use Google Calendar, good for you. None of that shit was working for me. I had tons of pen and paper to-do lists. There's something, it's great for very visual learners. And there's something in my Aries competitiveness that wants to like clear this digital desktop. So I'm just here to like sing the praises of Trello.com. It's really, uh, just even like little things I'll throw on there that's just like, you had a broth, you have a broth cooking, strain it by the afternoon. And then I'm like, oh yeah, like it's just these things for anything that's like time things or meetings. I'll still use like a Google Cal if I have to like get together or at a certain time, but for just straight up to doing, loving it. New life. I'm a new woman. I'm just so happy with my, my this app. Like I just love when you find an app that like really like makes your life a little easier or better and it's like wow this is what technology can really be good for i'm signing up as we speak oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i so, need it I so need I'm, it. Gonna, I'm gonna look at it because let me tell you i was i was not because i feel like i have a lot of like 
I, I know um, for the pen and paper people, I get it because I, in a dream world, I would be just pen and paper sticky notes. But you know, what? I need the visual. I keep this tab open. I have it on my phone. It's just been, and then I also, so for me, I have a list that's now stuff I have to do now or this week or like within the pending days later, which is like, it's coming up. So like, let's do this much later. Things that have been like, oh yeah, like updating my website, put that on this thing. So I remember to do that rather than like in four months when I'm like, oh yeah, I thought about updating my website, like seeing it there every day, even though it's on my much later, even though it's not a rushing priority makes me feel like I want to rush to it faster in a way Mm -hmm. I think I'm audio because I do set alarms yes and that's like I just if you don't if I don't hear it I just I'm like yeah well (laughs) I don't don't know I don't know what the alarm or if there's an alarm function on here but you can set deadlines I haven't set deadlines because I just have them in a now column a later column much later column and then ideas like just oh I thought of this random thing that I'll fucking totally forget if I don't put it here and I love my phone notes. I mean, that's a fresh hell of just like whatever the fuck. Like, I love, yeah. I love, I love the phone notes. But it's like, no, I just need like an accountability machine. I have different colored labels, like a color for what's your sign, a color for my mm-hmm. asterisk, school, a color for just life. Like right at the top, it's been sitting there for now three days, and I'm getting anxious. Renew my scooter registration. And I got it right here. Gonna do that. Gonna do that after we're done recording. But if anyone's just been. Not hitting that to-do stride. I'm just really recommend it. It's free as far as I can tell. I'm sure you can probably pay for an upgrade. But I have a board of my to-do list. And then for this week, I have my 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 meal planning. Because I'm just, I'm going off booze for a few weeks. Just dry it out. And um, so I have my meal planning. I'm just clicking away. I'm like, yeah, you said you're going to make tuna salad for lunch. Don't waste that celery. Click, clack, clickety-clack. Hell yeah, dude. You can always um, juice that celery in the mornings, too. I haven't really. got it. I haven't dabbled. I don't. Celery's fine, but I don't know if I want to drink it. But it, it doesn't taste good. It's not for the taste that you do. No, it. it's for the health reasons, and you just chug it down. And, and you, It's like a cup of coffee. You get so much energy. Uh, I know. People, people swear by the celery juice. It's just... I, what, but look, hey, over, but guess I'm what? That's all every morning. I don't even have to worry about wasting that celery. It is account. It is accounted for right now. It's already in my little drinking broth, stewing in my crock pot. Gonna chop up the remaining four stocks because I bought. I like even went and looked for stocks that were like appropriate to what I was gonna be cooking with this week. I mean, I get the obs- and then if you're like, okay, this is very obsessive levels. Uh, you're not wrong. I think, like, because I do have obsessive compulsive disorder, but it usually manifests in, like, uh, like scalp picking, lip biting, skin p- Like, I, it manifests in more physical um, outlets. So I'm, I've never, uh, I've never used, had my OCD work in, like, what you, like, watch in movies. Like, where it's like, oh, I'm, like, really organized and I have everything like this because it's obsessive compulsive disorder isn't, like, just for cleaning, you know, or just for this. Yeah. It's like, it can be all types of ways that it shows up. Like we were talking a bit, of, like I'm a constant door lock checker and that's an obsessive, like it's a, a compulsion. So trying to like funnel that into uh, like what people would like Healthier. obsessive consulting, <laughs> obsessive compulsion. Yeah. Or I mean, well, it's, just it's... like things that work for you better, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's, it's a thing I can fixate on that I've like, 
I've wanted to fixate on. I'm just, and again, I've, I have a six house stellium. So this was a really fun one to, to like look up and think about. And I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like things, things are making sense. Uh, buttons are clicking and I don't know. I've just like organization and, and I do a lot of stuff. And it always feels like chaos. And that's mm-hmm. like, I just want it to not feel like doom and chaos and dread because I like all this stuff I'm doing. But when I'm disorganized, I then can hide, not talk to people, like feel bad. Like, you know, like, so it's, I think that's where it comes with like obsessive compulsive disorder and anxiety where it's like, yeah, I want to do all the things. Uh, and then if I don't have it done the right way, I quit. You know, or like I just, mm-hmm. I, I bail, I sabotage, I do, you know, whatever. So, uh, Trello, OCD recommended, uh, <laughs> sticky notes. Hell yeah. I'm loving it. Well, it's fun. I like that. Cause I like crossing things off the to-do list, but also, um, you know, we'll get into it when we talk about that house too. I think I also don't like the, like, I'm, I'm very big on like, the why we're crossing things off our to-do list and Mm -hmm. things like that, where it's like, are you just doing it to do it to say you cross it off, which doesn't matter either way. That's not to say that that is like not a reason to do things. Cause we also just like have to get things done. But I think I talk myself out of kind of like productivity apps because it feels like, Oh, this, I'm not measuring this and measuring this in my experience mm-hmm. and whatever, which is like for sure a cop out on my end. I'm not saying this as a like positive thing. I'm saying this as a way that I think I hinder my own productivity because I'm like, I don't want to just be like crossing things off a list. Yeah. Ugh. No. But also like, I do love getting things done and I like, and I do like what this idea too about the the things that you don't want to feel chaotic the things that you want to feel like are managed and um are are you are able to leverage in a better way instead of a thing that kind of controls you or or inhibits you from feeling like you are able to do things that you want to do mm-hmm. and just having it like accounted for i I think too paired with my like Gemini airiness of my Mercury, like I think I remember stuff and then I never do. And then it just comes up later and then I feel bad that I forgot because I swear in my mind I'll remember things and then I don't. So even like uh, on my later column, I clean out my bedside table. That's not pressing. I don't, I really don't even need, I could do that in three months, but it's like, oh, but it's there. I won't forget. It's now like it's, it's situated there. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's all like compartmentalized, but not in a, I need the compartmentalization because otherwise it is just expanding goo. And it really, at first when I even signed up, it wasn't to be a a productivity machine. Look how many boxes I can archive in the day and erase. I also like that it goes away. Like I don't have these lists of like, uh, to do around and again i i understand mm-hmm. paper I, I keep a paper planner like i love ca- like drawing on them if anyone ever saw original babysitters club claudia had this awesome planner calendar where like on the fourth i mean canceled but like she'd draw the flag on that day or like draw the christmas trees and i always like the visual like um almost like bullet journaling of that and i've always been good at those sorts of things but when it comes to like that male has been sitting there and now you owe a fee because you didn't mm-hmm. send that thing that you wanted to send. And it was, you know, mm-hmm. it's possible for you to do this. It's just, 
having a reminder and it somehow is like yeah beyond like it pushing actual productivity which wasn't really even the goal it was just to not forget shit basically but it's I but then once you're not do- yeah, once you're not doing that, then you can remember other things, and then you're like, oh, I'm not worried about it or feeling I'm not in some kind of like shame mm-hmm. spiral around not sending that mail well, thing in. So I have other space to do other things. Well, even like um, and this isn't like a a, a shade on like say what's your sign. So like what's your sign? Okay, we record. So like on a normal to do list on paper, be like put out the f- uh, fifth house episode. But what I don't forget is like okay, also like edit it. And then you have to upload. So I'll have everything. Like edit fifth house. That's a that's a little bubble. Upload fifth house. That's a little bubble. Make the art. That's a little bubble. Write the caption. Like I always am like, yeah, I'll get to it. And then on Sunday night, I'm like, oh fuck. Like there's actually four steps, and they're not even that long. But I was doing nothing earlier. So like, what? It's just I don't know. It's mm-hmm. been a, a really nice reminder for the procrastination people. If you've tried the pen and paper, if you tried reminder, if you tried it all. This is a new thing. It works. It's been working for me. I'm loving it. I had a fifth house. Uh, I mean, a sixth house story, I think, happened last night. And we. I guess we could see if it goes. I think it kind of <laughs> matches with mine. But at work, like, if I'm, like, serving or, you know, there, there's a lot of different roles that you have to play right now in service. But. When you're bartending, you really have the most control of, like, your order of operations and stuff because there's less waiting for someone to get up to clean their table kind of a vibe. Mm-hmm. It's like there's certain stuff you can do while while you're still serving drinks, certain stuff you can clean and, like, keep clean in certain ways while you're still in service. And so last night I was by myself. And I, like, I have a really bad habit at my one job of, like, waiting too long to start cleaning. Mm. So I end up, like, with this half hour where I have already done last call and I probably could have served another round because I'm not done cleaning. And that, like, is really frustrating because you're like, fuck, I could have made another, like, four bucks while I was whatever. (laughs) Like, you just think about time as money that way, I guess. Mm -hmm. And, like... And, like, you can tell that some people would order another round. It's just kind of frustrating if you're still cleaning and you've told people to leave before you're closed or whatever. So, like, Well, it takes people out of that mindset to spend. You feel like you're you're a burden. That's a whole, like, can of worms of people. Then it's like you never, they'll never Mm -hmm. listen to you. So, last night I was like, I'm going to really get it done, like, 8 30 I'm starting cleaning like I'm getting because there's a lot to do last night like I had to clean a frozen drink machine and I had to like whatever a lot of beer taps and stuff so I put all of the rails in the dishwasher and I'm like cleaning and one thing about bars is that I think people don't understand is like everything has to be dry and everything's wet because if stuff's wet like flies that's how like flies breed or whatever Mm -hmm. So everything has to be, like, completely dry and clean. Like, you can't just, like, dry off dry beer and leave it. Like, you have to, like, clean everything. So I, like, do all the rails, put them in the dishwasher, and I'm, like, drying it. And it takes a while because we have fucking so many taps. So I'm drying everything up. I'm, like, pouring hot water, ISO, sanitizer, just getting everything clean. I finally clean up everything. I put all the rails back. And, like, it was already after last call, so, like, I didn't put a towel out or anything. Usually, like, you know, someone 
at work might want to have a beer after last call. Not not one of the guests, but someone that works there might want after shift or something. You like leave a towel out so that when they pour their beer, like it can drip onto the towel and not into your clean dry rail. Mm-hmm. So I didn't put a towel out because I was still cleaning. I was standing right there, and then this guy who like he's definitely kind of a coworker, but also kind of above me came over and he was like all right one more and I'm like okay help yourself and he got a glass and he used the rinser and the rinser it's just like a thing that shoots water everywhere (laughs) like literally everywhere and I was so upset and I was like I literally just fucking cleaned like I was like shaking but I'm like he doesn't know he has no idea what he just did but, like, I have to start over, and it's so wet. <laughs> Everything's so wet. <laughs> I'm just mad, but I'm, like, I'm not, what, like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to be, like, hey, what the fuck? Like, what can you do? You just have to start over. Right. But, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, not start over. It's just water. But, like, I did have to, like, rinse, you know, dry everything it fucking again. And my my cusp is Libra, so I do think that is pretty Libra to be like, well, mm, I'm not going to mention it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also like you recognize, like, this was a thing kind of in private that was helping you, and it's really not the fault of someone who mm, doesn't... I mean, it was done. He could have asked, like, is this clean? Mm. Because, I don't know, it was after last call, like, it should be done. Okay. I think you... Maybe he was a little drunk, and I didn't want to say that part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the well, Librian truths are coming. Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> it's like, it's a record, again, that Libra, those Libra elements can just recognize the situation at hand and go, well, am I, what am I getting, like, really, we're going to fight? What's the or, point? Yeah. Well, or, yeah, and I think it's whenever, I think that Libra thing is always, like, when presented with the opportunity, be the one that pushes for harmony, for balance, for grace, mm-hmm. and and understanding the other person's side in a scenario instead of being the person that's like, nope, I cleaned it. You should have known, or whatever. Like you can well, be, or you can be either shitty one, comments but, of like, yeah. I literally just cleaned that. But also, yeah. it's like, why are you using a glass? It's like not, you know, it, th- yeah. that kind of stuff where it's like. Hey man, get a plastic cup and fucking help yourself. But mm-hmm. but anyway, he's like kind of above me anyway, so I probably would have gotten in trouble if I started oh, some shit. Libra recognizing the yeah. the hierarchy of of life. There's just some things that's yeah. I think it's like choosy. Like there's what what can you do? It is like a yeah. what 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 will really be solved. Maybe if they do that, like, again, or it's, like, very repetitive behavior, then it can be, like, okay, I'm recognizing patterns, and yeah. this or isn't helpful. Or if it was something sticky or, like, you know, if he was, like, yeah. margarita, I would have probably said something, but it's, like, it's all like, right, you rinsed a glass, whatever. You just had a wet-ass yeah. rinser. I just had to fucking dry all the rooms again. Hey, it's, it's the summer of what? Wow. Wet. I wow. was like, what's the, I was like, wet and, uh, what else? <laughs> rails or whatever. <laughs> what's a bar? What's a pee? What else? Like, I don't know what we can, uh, I can't even think of anything. What I know. Pub. Pub? What ass pub? That's sure. very, oh my sure. god, what okay. ass pub. Oh my god. 
Because I was at I was at Big Bear Lake. I dude, being at a lake the weekend of WAP dropping, WAP drop, just a really, really rec- just couldn't yeah. plan that kind of timing. But just to hear every boat, just what ass pussy, what ass pussy, what ass pussy. I was like, damn, this rocks. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Just like when, a, yeah. when a song of the summer drops and you. I didn't even plan, and then you have a week. You have a nice For little like something summer to like really having a wow. summer. You just know, have, just have just having a summer. Um, wow, wow, wow! Oh yeah. Well, let's talk about Shall let's talk about our we? subject for this week. We are uh, continuing our exploration of the houses, and we're on to the sixth house today. Um, I was going to say at the beginning, I didn't. You know, we I knew we would get back to it. I think that. We, the thing with the houses is that this is where we get into kind of the, um, I don't want to say limitations of astrology, but we do get into a little bit of the, like, traditionally, this is the first house that is stated as like a quote unquote negative house. This is like, like an unfortunate house. And we do get into that kind of like ancient problem of astrology which is how does this work for our life now and how mm-hmm. have how have we moved away from the traditional associations to make it fit our life and lifestyle now and what are like what what does it mean now versus what do you read about in a book about yeah. these houses and i think that that's the same kind of you know moving i think i think we're going to hit more of this as we move forward to that it has these more like um not literal, but like more strident associations. Um, whereas our like modern astrological minds are like, no, it's not, it's not this, it's that it's this kind of thing coming at it from a more like psychologically based, um, attitude as opposed to a more like literal kind of reading of things. Well, I think it's the same. And we've kind of talked about it with between ourselves and you think with Colin too you know like fallen detriment and those sorts of things it's like yeah like it's it's good to know like it's a good thing to be aware of but I like I think we always want to like stay away from I guess at least for me like the like you're not doomed like how many people on earth have stuff in the sixth house like that that would just be fucked up if all those people were like oh yep I'm there we go can't function well I don't know I've been seeing a lot of these and I think it's just like I have to get off social media in certain ways because I've been seeing a lot of these ones where it'll be like like I think one recently it was like cancer uh Sagittarius Pisces it, it named six signs and then it was like are the most empathic blah 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 all this like whatever and I was like but that's half the people. Yeah. I'm like, we can't really just be like half the people are empathic and half the people can go fuck themselves. Oh. Like, cause it's just someone wrote something and posted it. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, that doesn't have anything to do with, you, you didn't give us any research or like, and yeah, I do think every sign is em- empathetic and I do think every sign is instinctual in different ways. Mm-hmm. But like it, it even like I think all, all, like, my major things were included on that thing. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then I'm like, wait a second. Like, this is completely wrong. Like, mm-hmm. Well, I think it's just, yeah, like, some, saying something like these signs are empathetic means so, like, these other signs are apathetic. Like, that's just, like, imp- it's impossible. And also, I think that's where, for at least for us, like, 
and like meme making or generalization of signs, which is going to come up when we're talking about, I mean, astrology is huge. We can't like talk about like, yes, uh, Sagittarius is very empathetic, especially if they have a water moon that is doing like, it's just, it's too complicated to get that in depth for generalization. But that's why like, I don't know if I'm going to generalize, it should be like, yeah, like, Aries are dumb bitches. We love them. Oh, like, yeah. let's have like, fun. Like, like, I don't know. Yeah, let's, like have, fun. Yeah. let's have fun with it. Well, there's a difference between, I think there's a difference between conflating anecdotal experiences and and saying that all, all Aries don't shut cabinet doors. That's mm. a different, that's specifically saying a thing and attributing it to all people instead of saying all Aries are this broad thing Mm -hmm. I think that when you do something really specific then people are like oh that's so funny I know an Aries who absolutely does that you still get people that are like well I'm not but it's less like you almost can't argue with it because it is so specific as opposed to saying like all these signs are empathetic when it's like we have examples of any sign that are that are the highest level and the lowest level fuckery of of anything so i think that it's harder to and i think that's where people have like bristle with astrology because they don't like this thing of like well all these people are this broad trait Mm -hmm. as opposed to something like i don't know but this one i think i liked i like the sixth house stuff and i think that it's um, you know, there, it makes sense from a an ancient perspective that the sixth house would be one of kind of um, misfortune, so to speak, in in so much as it follows the house of good fortune, which is the fifth house, which would be like if you are not not lucky, but if it if it does rule health and work and servitude and things like that. Um, that is kind of a a lucky or unlucky kind of thing. Having good health is hugely fortunate and not everybody has it. And it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with someone. It's just a thing. It's a thing you can't help. And it's a thing that is a hindrance in your life. Or it's a thing that you have to contend with, whether you like it or not. If you have, you know, you have to take medicine. You can't eat certain things. You have to care for yourself in a certain way. And so it's not so much like, you are doomed, but it is like, if you have diabetes and you don't regulate your insulin, like that, that's a problem. These are things in the, to me, the, the sixth house are things that you have no choice but to contend with on a day-to-day basis. You can't like act like you don't have diabetes. You have fucking diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm also just thinking uh, like rest in peace, Wilford Brimley, who also just died very recently. Sorry, RIP. RIP diabetes legend. Yeah, RIP <laughs> diabetes icon. <laughs> oh, I gotta look at this chart yeah. now. This website called therealastrology.com. It's the Real Astrology Academy. Um, they do kind of present an interesting argument that um around the time that these systems were being developed like uh just an like a illness like and I guess now it does feel kind of like this but like just getting sick you could die yeah so like that like kind of now we have like mucinex or whatever but like then it was actually more of a like a real issue to like have a cough or whatever. And Absolutely. and it still is today, obviously, because you know, clearly we're we're speaking sick in a fucking in America. Pandemic. Mm-hmm. But um 
I like, I also love the sixth house because you know why? Deli! Yes, pets. pets. I, for, I forgot about pets until mm-hmm. we were Because I don't know why I was thinking of, I think 12th house is some animal is stuff. Large animals. Big animals. Got it. Yeah. Pet, sixth house is small animals, pets. Um, just some stats quickly. It also rules service, servitude, work, employees, sickness, hygiene, and nutrition. But a pet, again, is the same thing. Like even, okay, hor- big horse girl over here. <laughs> You can own a horse, but you don't necessarily live, uh, like, with your horses. A horse is something that you might see, like, week to week or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, obviously there are differing things. But even I'm thinking of something like that where it's like you live with your dog, your dog or your cat, and you have to feed them every day. You have to, mm-hmm. you know, you, there, are, there are differing levels of care that have to go into it. But it is someone that you, like, share space with and need to – you can't pretend like you don't have a dog mm-hmm. unless you're, like, yeah. gone from your house or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, or, maybe, or maybe you're a horse. Need, you could be a horse girl, though, who – I mean, there's some people that – ride them daily sure, they go every day you can do but that's a different but i think that's rare that that nowadays how you that's not actually like a sixth house you might like uh do w- work with a horse in a sixth house kind of way but it doesn't it, it doesn't necessarily fall under that thing because it is still like a special well, occasion they, they have to live it, outside it lives somewhere else yes. yeah it has to it's live not, somewhere else it's not a small animal yeah it's no. a big one maybe yeah, a, a mini mini pony no, <laughs> miniature, like if you're fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and oh, you have your little donkey and mini pony in your house. I love that mini pony. I've been I've, since you've updated me that the K and Hill, uh, my yes, TikTok, my fave TikTok is now on Insta. I truly bring on the TikTok band because now I'm I'm set. I can just check I the, love them. trigger the I pig. Know. Thank you fan. so much for turning this on. Have you seen yes. Marlene? Yeah, Marlene is is she Marlene. new? <laughs> I think she must be. But I mean, Cuthbert, you know, number one. Oh, gee. I mean, he's the, like, dad of, like, the group. I finally looked up who the narrator is this morning. Because I was like... Chris? I, yeah, Chris. And I'm like, oh, he's what I kind of imagined in my mind. Yeah. As, as the Love faithful it. narrator. Also, before I, we move on, just Lisa mentioned a break of social media. I took off five days from Instagram. I know. Give me the Nobel Peace Prize, everybody. Get I'm, it, really, bitch. I'm really living here. And I, but I moved the app like somewhere. I didn't delete it, but I really hid it in my phone. This bitch, the muscle memory that these apps have, I was tapping the same empty blank space of my phone where Instagram lived so much that I was like, ah, I've never been a person that feels like Instagram makes me sad or this because I try to follow people that make me happy and, and not really get like too wrapped up in it. But I was like, oh, fuck. The time where I could spend maybe daydreaming or just not scrolling is like taken away involuntarily a lot of the time. So I, that was the first like real break I did. And I, it was just like to recalibrate to like try to be on Instagram, just not fully quit, but just to be on just way less. Cause it's like oh. just breaking that. It's so a cycle that's and pattern. Work. It's, that's like the main thing that I like about being at work is that mm-hmm. I can't be on my phone. Mm-hmm. And also one night I invited, this is a long time ago, but Scott and I invited Steven Julia to the movies and I took an edible and that, and they didn't come and they never <laughs> said they were coming, but I took an <laughs> edible and we ended up moving theaters because the one was sold out. So we went to like another theater and 
I was watching the movie, enjoying everything, and for some reason decided to look at my phone, and I think it was like a text from Julia and like our podcast thread or something, but I saw, and I started freaking out. I had a whole panic attack of like, oh my God, they're at the wrong theater, like whatever, and it had nothing to do with it. It was all in my head, and like, I ended up obviously just stepping outside for a second, checking my phone, and it was fine, but it's like, Sometimes, like, looking at your phone can ruin your whole fucking thing. Okay. It's the worst. It's your brain. It's, like, it's not even, it wasn't, like, it wasn't like Julia texted, like, hey, we're at the theater. Where the fuck are you? I I literally had an entire, like, roller coaster of emotion from nothing. Okay. Can I tell you? So, you girls know, me and Pabs, we took some psychedelics. That's I go on airplane mode every time because you don't want to you don't have <laughs> no, to risk yeah. a bad message there and also because and I knew exactly what text message I was gonna get as soon as I turned my phone back on six hours later lots of fun cloud staring fireplace rolling around on the rug listening to Janet Jackson later I find like it's like eight p.m. I'm like all right we can check back <laughs> it's time I knew I knew I was gonna get this message because I got two texts. And I'm so happy I didn't get them during this. One yeah. was from my fucking dispensary. I was like, "Hey, bro, want to be a cash? <laughs> want to be a cash money nugget millionaire? Come on and order five dollars off." And it's like, "Oh, cool, dude." And then the second one, of course, because she just announced it the day before. Hey, it's Kamala Harris. Uh, how's it going? Would love your support. Send me some money or whatever. Move on. Org. And I was like, "Damn, I'm so happy I did not get a text from fucking." My bro ass dispensary and Kamala is a cop, Harris. <laughs> and again, that my first thing I saw was Steve's drinking a spaghetti sauce. Like, just absolutely dead. Absolutely floored. And also, Julia, thank you for your... That's for your, so gross. Thank you for your prime login, too. It was great to watch the oh, movie. Oh, good. And, um, and also, I have... Because I was showing Pablo the sauce, and he was like, who drinks sauce? And I was like, I have a video of me chugging a full ragu sauce from age 20 years old that is like on from like probably filmed on like a flip phone, like really low grain, low quality is somewhere. And I'm in a bra too. So it's covered. I'm covered in marinara and bra. sauce. And sauce. And that's what I remember. I'm like, damn, me and Steve do have some chart similarities. That I always you forget about. very similar charts. <laughs> it's very funny. I love it. Um, I'm, I'm looking at, I really liked this in terms of kind of, I felt like melding these ideas of, traditional association and more psychological association. I'm reading from Horoscope Symbols by Robert Hand. And he says that the sixth house, um, he says, servitude and work are matters that deny the individual immediate gratification in favor of an immediate necessity. Mm. Even as the fifth house was house of self-expression, the sixth can be thought of as a house of self-denial insofar as the ego wishes something for itself right now. The sixth pertains to all activities pursued, not for their own sake, as in the fifth, but for the sake of something else. This something else may be another purpose one chooses, external necessity, or one uh, does not consciously choose, or circumstances that limit one's freedom of choice. But this idea is one where it's like you do things in the sixth house Not because you might necessarily, you might enjoy them. That doesn't mean that you can't enjoy Sixth House Matters, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you will enjoy them. But it is, it is for a purpose. And it's like those things of like, you take care of your to-do things so you can have fun later. Sixth House, you take care of your health so you can 
live long and have mobility and and you are able to experience these other kinds of things in other areas and it's not on a you don't it doesn't mean you deny yourself all the time but if you are regularly taking care of these things then you are able to express or reap the benefits in later things where the sixth house gets tricky is if we lose sight of why we are doing these things all the time are we so are we so um like bound to our productivity that we aren't actually uh, reaping any of the benefits? Are we like always denying ourselves fun food when it's like, when are you going to eat the cake? If not Tuesday or your birthday or whatever, because you're so afraid, like that's not, you don't eat the cake so you can enjoy the cake eventually, all of these things. Mm So, so I mean, yeah, definitely, you know, micro, maybe macro trigger warning, definitely disordered eating, definitely. Sure. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Wait, I think... a cake is not good for you? <laughs> I'm just finding about, this out. What about carrot nah, cake? Various. By the Eat it by the pound. But I, I do. Think, fuck. I oh, I Pisces, do. I got a Pisces six pound. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this, like, obviously, we're going to deal with some themes of routine which can then be restriction or binging or this or that work hard or play hard do we do both do we overdo one or the other and again like if you're a sag cusp six house like me it's a fucking constant constant journey and trying different things and and um which actually was like i felt really like it's been a while since i've like felt seen in a good way where i was like oh like this makes sense. This worked for me and trying, you don't always have to have the answer as to what works for you. Um, mm-hmm. God, that's like a struggle. That's just like, wish someone told me that like at 13 years old, but um, yeah. I, well, yeah. I think with the service yeah. aspect too, which is obviously my favorite part, like um, because I think that, the, the astrology.com website says that, you know, we all go through a crisis and, and have bad fortune, but it's about how you deal with that mm. situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important as far as like service goes, whether it's in service to yourself or your family or because, you know, there are people who are, oh my God, like you're getting surgery. I'm on the next plane. And there are people who are like, I, I will check in via text message, you know? So it's like, and both are good. Both are fine, especially depending on relationship, which we'll get to next. But like, um, there is some part of serving yourself and serving others in that, how we deal with stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. com. I like what they said about the sequence too, because we just came off the fifth house and it's, it, they said the, you know, looking at the sequence of the zodiac wheel, the sixth house is the place where create, creative creativity. Oh my god, we develop in the fifth, and then we put it into practice and perfection in the sixth. So mm-hmm. I think this is like, you know, since so much of it is about work, what job you would be good at, what kind of coworker you are. Dark Pixie had a lot about like what type of worker you are, which I thought was really fun and, and interesting. But I think a fifth house can really give us clues of what makes us feel good, what we love, what makes it what it what is like a light in our lives. And wouldn't that be so great if we can maybe bring some of that into the sixth house, whether that is finding a way to be a master of that craft. Maybe we don't necessarily do that, but maybe we do need a job that's fun and and artistic. Like, I think we can, it's all just context clues that are building up to the sixth. And sort of what you mentioned before, Julia, like when we can kind of figure out how to take care of ourselves is when we can 
have more fun and have more freedom and have feel more like ourselves rather than for me that's been a struggle my whole life is trying to figure out how to like like do normal day-to-day stuff without feeling overwhelmed because then it makes my fun at night feel like I fucked off all day and I didn't deserve it which again this language I'm scared to listen back of like the productivity brain and languages that has been hammered into us as not even just family but as a cult like as a culture especially in gig economy era um but yeah we'll get we'll get more in I don't know I about it I think there is something to productivity and I think sure even though we hate those bootstrap people I think there is something to having like uh especially as like three able-bodied people like being able to work means you should work not like work for capitalism work money but like being able to make the bed means you should fucking do it. Like, be great. And there's great. Yeah. You honor that, what like, you have at your Because disposal. some people fucking can't. And also mental illness too is, is uh-huh. in this, in this uh, area. And it's like, and yeah, some days like I can't, you know? Uh-huh. So I think it's like when you have the ability and stuff to honor yourself and honor your, whatever, you know, deities or, or nature or whatever things that, you believe in by doing the things that you physically can, you know? Absolutely. Yes. And I think that it is, I mean, I, I think that these all are intertwined together and we mentioned this in our Patreon episode, I think, or our Q and a, then I don't remember when I brought it up, but this, the sixth house is a, a cadent house, meaning it's mutable. It's the transition, you know, to the next, uh, from succeeding to the next cardinal, um, or the next angular house in this in this case that we're talking about. But I think that it, the next house, you know, it's so impossible to talk about any one without talking about the other, is now we're getting into, like, the top half of our chart where we're going out into the world. And this is the thing that kind of projects us and pushes us out. So how we serve ourselves, how we care for ourselves, what we do in this, like, last bit that is just below the horizon line has huge impacts on how we are out in how we partner with people, how we relate to each other, how totally. we how we feel, and then also how we feel about ourselves. If our if our sixth house isn't facilitating our fifth house kind of like pleasures and and creativity and that sort of thing, we're probably less likely to want to um, project out in a seventh seventh eighth ninth tenth eleventh mm-hmm. twelfth way, and not not saying in a like partnering way, but just in a even just what you're saying about these productivity kinds of things. If you aren't, if you don't feel like you're using your, um, we feel, I think we've even if it is from like a, a a health thing or a mental a mental illness place when it is absolutely the right thing to not make the bed. A lot of times we still feel bad about not yeah. doing those things, and again, not in a capitalist way, but in a like. I don't know what I have to offer kind of way if well, I am not making use of what I have. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, again, it's, it's knowing how to be gentle with yourself and understand that you can't, that is a sixth house lesson too, that it's like, you can't be everything to everybody all the time. It needs to be, you know, regulated and, and boundaried in, in certain ways. But also maybe if you are feeling like you have not, if you feel like you kind of quote unquote have nothing to offer, are you, is there things that you can be doing to make you feel more productive and accomplished that will then ripple out into bigger things? Like on a small scale, check those things off your list because then you'll be like, oh, I'm a person that does 
that checks that can be counted on to check things off lists. What else can I do that's bigger? How can I do this for not just me, but for a pet, for mm-hmm. a family member, for a community? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I I like maybe in the last five years. I mean, I'm I'm pretty messy. I'm not like um, I'm not like dirty messy, <laughs> but I'm not like super organized clean either. And I, especially, like, at work, never want to leave a mess. I'm, like, very, because, you know, it's gross also to mm. leave, like, sticky shit or whatever. Well, food, food mess is so yeah. a different, it's and just a different beast than, it like, It can clothes. also, like, be real bad for, like, oh, cockroach. you know, like, I mean, cockroaches, like, don't yeah. even get me. I'm in a never-ending war. I mean, I don't have them knocking wood, but the amount of roommates I've had over the years They'll be like, oh, my God, we have a cockroach. Like, yeah, you leave dishes out with food on them. Like, what the fuck do you you expect? Like, that's just, that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Put yeah, food in the garbage. But, like, in my life, I don't, like, my car is very messy. And, like, I think that I was for a long time, like, well, I'm just messy. And, like, whatever. And it's like, no, you're not. Like, you're really not. It's just that you let that go. And, yeah. like, so I think once we have one thing that helps us, break that kind of cycle of thinking of like I'm this way it's like well you're not this way in at work and you're not this way like in your laundry or mm-hmm. in you know this then it's like oh maybe I'm just not cleaning my car and like I just need to do that well and it might not I when you mentioned making the bed too like for some people that's a priority and for some people that's not that for some people that is the marker of my room is clean and I can then return to it later and feel fine some people are like, yeah it doesn't it doesn't affect me it doesn't bother me so I think it I think we are going to figure out what levels of organization of routines aid us and make us feel better and then there's things like yeah I skip that like the trash is always at the brim but it's closed and it doesn't bother like I think if we're all going to have our varying levels and it's it's it ultimately should always be back to serve us and it's interesting that it is before all you know the seventh house and we start to get into people relationships because I mean how many times do relationships end maybe because you're just your schedules don't even fucking click or you're the way you function day to day is just not lining up the way they chew the way they buy groceries like I mean even now with my little Trello meal planning I was like I looked at Pablo I was like there's some nights Wednesday night is your own dinner night because I have tofu to use and you hate tofu so like just plan accordingly and I think especially in quarantine and, and living in really close times like that merging that's happening in households, like whether that is romantic or roommates, and also you want to share, and I'm cooking, hey, I'm cooking this big thing, do you want some? And I think I can definitely, like, let go of, like, the way I want to function to be social. Again, 11th house person, cancer person, like, I'll lose that, and I'm like, no, like, I'm, I have so much, six. I have Saturn here, I'm like, I'm begging for, like, my rules, like, I'm begging for my order, and it's, I'm not unmovable, I'm not unmovable, but I I need to, like, declare it and say this is what I want. And I think it is something that is so important to figure out about yourself because it is just going to make your relationships. If you have boundaries and rules, well, you can have a more honest relationship. I think there's it's also a, oh, a, I was say, something to consider for all of these things going forward. Are It's like what your sixth house whether there are planets there or not look to, you know, the sign and then the ruler, Mm -hmm. um, of that, of that sign. Um, but I think it will be like, what, what kinds of schedules you function well in, but also 
what kinds of ways you are likely to like derail your own schedule or something. So like, are you going to derail it by saying, Oh, not, not derail it, but it's like, Oh, Libra on your cusp. I can be, I can be clean for other people, but I can't be clean for myself because whatever, why are we doing this? That doesn't, that doesn't matter. Or, uh, you know, so something, something along those lines, are we just kind of flipping the same thing, but to our, I don't want to say detriment. Cause I also, it's like, also if you're messy, who fucking cares? But if it's the thing where you're like, I don't want to let myself, are you are you giving to yourself the same way that you are maybe not? Mm-hmm. And I think for Libra, for me, it's more of the idea that something's going to be messy. Might as sure. well be my car. Sure. <laughs> but I also studied in college conflict, and um, this is old information, and I don't have the book on me, but there is, like, this com- conflict... A uh, person who studied conflict, who studied the behavior of bees, and found that there is like a threshold for w- for what they can withstand as far as cleanliness, Whoa. and that human like I guess we have like a similar thing. Well, the the author of this proposes that we have like a similar thing in humans, where it's like maybe to you like obviously it seems clear that the three of us all feel like food trash and like dirty dishes is too far on the threshold but maybe that laundry or the bed or whatever is kind of an up in the air thing and it's one of the main sources of conflict in relationships is not you didn't clean the bed or you didn't do the laundry but your threshold for what's dirty is different than mine Mm -hmm. so and we've never had that conversation so like, you leave dishes out when I think, like, that's the most disgusting thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Or I leave, like, the t- trash in the bathroom and you think that's, like, dirtier than the kitchen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, like, that is, like, a bigger conflict in relationships, which we can get into, like, going towards the seventh house. But it actually does have a lot to do with the way you're set up and the, what you think is organize Mm -hmm. and what you think clean means Mm -hmm. well even just like a routine of even you know I'm sure can get into like your free time like I know yeah like I want to it's been hot out I want to take a hike early in the morning or late in the afternoon so can we agree upon this as a couple or as a thing that we could we can spend this quality time because I also like quality time that is more um outdoorsy or adventure I mean also there's not much else to fucking do right now too um, but that was like you we've kind of been answering it, but I'd like my mini prompt was, do you think you approach whether it be work systems, day to day tasks, whatever, through your cups cusp ruler lens or you know done through the planetary ruler? Um, I know for me, like it being Sag, definitely I can definitely sometimes get even like lost in the concept of organizing. Again, this Trello is not my first rodeo of trying to get organized. It's just been working, and it's like, holy fucking shit, that's that's awesome. And also for me, like, I don't know if this is – I don't really, like, have much fire, nor, and let alone Sagittarius anything or Jupiter influence, really. I mean, it rules my, Gemini for me, or it's in Gemini. But I have, like, so many Virgo-dominant people in my life, Virgo risings, and people with a lot of Virgo placements, moms of Virgo, and – I like it's something I'm trying to get over but like when it's like we'll have a meeting like I'm developing a tv show with my girlfriends and then like Kate past guest Virgo Virgo rising queen queen of organization obsessed 
so she's so on her shit. It'll be like, oh, cool. We just had that meeting. Let's um, do that. We said we were going to write a proposal. So let's do that right now. And I'm like, right. Immediately after we've discussed the concept. No, <laughs> like work. No. And it's like, oh, but then every time we do it, I was like, we're already here. We're already on. We're already doing it. Like that does make sense. That makes ver- like such Virgo essence and like knock it out in that swoop and to make that time for it. So I love I love being strong armed in the, <laughs> into organization because it's I love brainstorming and idea making and that. But then like the like the work can feel like homework or a chore, even though when I start doing it, I'm like, this isn't homework nor a chore. This is fun. What the fuck? Well, you're both mutable. I mean, those you Sagittarius and Virgo are yeah. both mutable. So it's like maybe there is just that. Like, and my Gemini like then my. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. So it's like all like. Yeah, if you say, like, let's fucking bang this out and work hard, then I go into also Earthside Overdrive, and I'm like, yeah, then let's do it. I think that's, like, where yeah. I'll, like, go full-blown. So, like, I, like, almost enjoy the moments where I'm not full-blown because it's one – it's very hot or cold for me. I would say, too, it's also the involvement of other people, if that makes sense, where it's now it's not, like, a um, – if you're already there and you're working together, mm-hmm. then – it also, I think, can activate other parts of your of your chart where it's like, oh yeah, well, I want to be. You want to be like good. Oh yeah, good with everyone else. You want to not. I don't want to say fit in because that sounds oh, no. like we I don't meetings. mean it like that. But it's like, oh, you don't. You're not going to be like the one person that's like, no, I don't want to do it. You're like, okay, well, it does make sense. And now we're here and we're working together and we're doing this thing. And now we can do this. I don't have to. You don't have to like go off on your own and like. Oh, and that's what I always try to all do. Of your that's stuff, what I always yeah. try to do. I'm always like no, we'll circle back and I'll have this thing ready for you. And then it's like, I love when we set either like, we either just bang it out together after or we set a heart. We had a meeting today and I said, can we set an exact time that we want all these version ones of these decks built? Because my greatest fear is being a fuck up and letting people down. And that is such good fuel for my like productivity fire is like accountability. I need accountability mm-hmm. and I need the check-ins. And I'm and I'm straightforward about it. I'm like, you need to like text like safe move, bitch. And I'll go, okay, like I'll I'll move. I'm not offended by that like at all. Cause I sometimes I need the I'm like a marble. I need the track. If you give me the track, I'll go. But if you want me to like mm-hmm. build the track and the timeline and the direction, it's it's much It's harder. a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. I think that totally makes sense in terms of also it's like just that I think there's something Jupiter Gemini about that that's also like just the facts. Mm-hmm. Two of like just tell me the thing. What are we what are we actually talking about? Like mm-hmm. this kind like the And even just um, order of simplicity of it. Too. Like the order of priority because yeah, now even having now later, much later, it's like, okay, like now. All I gotta yeah. do right now is just the now and wow. And that's very get, ju- very Jupiter Gemini. If I get through now, then maybe we'll get to later. <laughs> hmm I have Pisces. Um, on the, the cusp of my sixth house, um, and Neptune is in my fourth in Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So I also feel like I have a very Saturnian, um, nature. I, but it, and that makes sense to me because I think I do need order, but only in so much as that it lets you then be free to kind of make your days, whatever you want. Cause I also love just like fucking off on a day like you know what I mean like truly just wasting days and and what like not wasting but like 
I don't know. There is something very Neptunian about like, what's time? I don't, who care? Like what? Mm. There's no, we can, you can have a week, you can have a weekend experience on a weekday. And I do think that that's kind of not so much now with our schedules, but I think that comedy is a thing like that, where it's like, you know, you spend so much of your a day doing the things going to bars and being and hanging out with friends and doing these things that quote unquote regular people do just on their weekends but that is your like regular schedule so you kind of have to find um backdoor ways of creating order and things like that but it also is like oh this is work it's not uh like there's there's different way I think it's more like the the definitions of it are more loose and boundary and and but that doesn't mean that there is not like order and structure required but it's figuring out those things well it seems like it, it can maybe benefit from leaving that creative space time to mm-hmm. even take in the stock the inventory the ideas the um, finding importance with making room where I think some people are going to need a little more like uh, to-do list or structure or this, like uh, six house is always going to have order. It just, mm-hmm. it's not everyone's order is not going to look the, like in the same sort of way. And maybe that is even prioritizing Neptunian energy. Like, Oh, I can get my to-do list done. If I like play guitar a little bit in the morning, like I need to, like, I want to like feel like I had my fun even if it's temporary, even for it's for a moment, and then we'll go we'll work, and they'll come back to fun. I can see it being very like, maybe it's that fish duality to well, like bookending. I'm a big like I gotta get it done, so then you can then you can get lost and do whatever. But if you don't, if you can't really get lost if you like need to be back by a certain time, mm-hmm. and I don't like having to be back by a certain time. It's like if we're going off. I want to be able to like go off until I'm done going off. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you got to do what you're, what's expected of you first, get them done, knock it out. And then the day is yours. Here's the question. Cause now I'm thinking, uh, do you feel like you are good at that structure? It's like the home space. I know right now we're all kind of in the home space, but sans pandem, is that like a place that feels like a good place to order and structure yourself? Now I'm thinking like I get a lot more done when I leave the house. And so that being home all the time has been harder for me being here. And I feel like that's sad for me to like, I got to get the fuck out. Like I bring that laptop. I know it's going to die. So I know I'm going to work in a certain small amount of time. I like external pressure in that way, but I do think that I, um, or I guess I guess this maybe isn't the answer to the question, but I do need order at home in order mm. to be ordered. Oh. And it's uh, like it is an absolute necessity. I'm looking I'm in a room right now where it's like not I've come to terms with like you're never done and there's always like improvements and things to be made like you can't I can't like wait for everything to be perfect in order to to move forward but I'm looking at a messy space right now and I'm like oh I know that I don't um assert myself in the world as boldly as I would if this room were clean yeah I I was just thinking bringing your Neptune back into your fourth house how that might be a a key into maybe unlocking some sixth housey stuff or what you might need in a sixth house sixth house sense hell yeah cool well, let's go through let's go through these yeah why not um so we'll do a little rundown of the planets and things in the six again y'all know this 
going to really, you know, aspects, what sign it's in, your personal history, like all this is going to affect you. But this is, I think, uh, when these planets are in the six, I think this is maybe something they'll be aching for, looking for. So the sun in the six, I think this is definitely going to be a, a journey of understanding and appreciating your value of who you are, of what you can offer to yourself and, you know, then by proxy other people. It's weird. The sixth house is like, it is that it's, it's, it's hard to not think of other people in service, but then it's like also remembering like, this is still us. This is still for us at the end of the day. While that service might be like bonus content that comes out of mm-hmm. when we're, you know, Zen within ourselves. Um, anyways, that's a side tangent. I like the sun in the sixth house kind of for what Lisa was saying about this, like, gratitude and um understanding that like if you have ability making use of it Mm. and kind of not not in a like slave to capitalism kind of way but in a like i need i need to be made use of every on a day on a shorter term basis or like it's important that every day i feel like i am I am doing something that I am meant to do. It's very like, like, it's very like God is good. Let us live, you know, hallelujah. Manifest physically too. Mm -hmm. I mean, like we all know that if you get sick to where you can't get up out of bed, you get like bed sores, you know? Mm -hmm. So it is like that health thing again, where it's like, and not, not like use it or lose it kind of shit, but it's like, you know, I mean, if you don't take care of certain things, other things can fall apart. And I think it doesn't have to be so, you know, focused on like making money or having perfect house or your body or whatever. Oh my God, Lisa, you just have the magic word. I've had this on, Oh, maybe I'll put it on my later to-do list. Cause I've had like poems that I wanted to make really simple songs and my band name that I've had for years that I'm like, when I finally put out my two song EP is bed sores. That's my fucking. Oh that's my. my that is my working title. I also have been writing little songs. Oh, me too. Just kidding. Oh, I, <laughs> I was like, what? Should we start a band. That'd be cool, actually. <laughs> anyway, but bed sores, and I, I imagine one song starting like one, two, three, four. Bed sores. Um, <laughs> also, I did have, and I think this can go for six house folks in Henerale, but could be very competitive i think maybe an obsessive sometimes with status their body they don't want kinks in the machine you know they uh perfectionism can be a huge trait across the board with six house stuff and that can be really stressful so i think just remembering to allow uh mistakes because that means you're allowing yourself to be human and i think it was my astro school that said this line i don't know if this is like a known line or thing but like perfectionism is like a form of like white supremacy and like all the, like it's like that's just it's a standards that aren't um it really has no humanity to be pushing perfectionism to that level so i think um this is like i think it's cool i think the sixth house is cool it just i think the dark stuff or the negative traits of the six can get really hairy and really um just kind of sad, like to be beating yourself up, to judge yourself, to be ranking yourself. Like, you know, on the low side, that can be apparent. But I think on the high side, it can really be what you're saying, like grateful and appreciative and charging and taking life as you as you wanted to. So that's the sun. Mm-hmm. 
I think also being careful of just over identifying like, this like productive the thing exactly what we're saying like over identifying with the productivity and the perfection of it where it's mm-hmm. like you are not if you aren't working you are not a bad person or a failure or something like that like you are not what you do you mm-hmm. are who you are and uh like those extra like you said kind of the status external things making sure that you aren't over identifying with that there's been because like- it is the sun there's been this like Twitter like retweet thread that's been like I think it's something along the lines of like what is something that when rich people do it people think it's fancy and when poor people do it people think it's trashy and it's like I mean Adam Carolla his whole career <laughs> <laughs> this is literally his whole podcast well it's like but it's stuff like uh like sleeping outside and Having you know a like loud toilet I've listened to all of the Adam Carolla podcasts <laughs> I know them all. But it's, I think that could be, that feels very high end, low end, six house where it's like, yeah, when I'm feeling proud of myself, I, I camp outdoors. But then on the other hand, we like shame people for, yeah, it's like, it's so much context and perspective. Moon. So I think Avi six house can have this service angle. And I think this moon can definitely lean into that energy. I think it's someone that really wants to see someone's face after you made them a like a meal that you just perfected you want to share a trick or a life hack or like your tips and show other people just like how smart and amazing that you are and I think since the moon is for all signs for all placements is so much of our emotional and instinctual uh place in our chart is just to always be cautious with that energy because just because you do stuff for other people doesn't necessarily mean they asked you to do that too and um again we've talked about this a million times just because you do something for someone or act in a certain way doesn't mean they're going to take that as like, now I do that for you. Like that doesn't mean you're going to get that parroted behavior. So I think this can be someone that's really uplifting and supportive and a great partner, but also like checks and balance. We got to do our checks and balances here because we just don't want to give away. Yes. Merck. I think sixth house across the board is, been known for being smarties like it is very you know i think it has a good student across mm-hmm. you know for most of these um maybe this is someone that can like get directions and memorize them right away notice details take really good notes um i think too if you're like wait i'm like a dumbass like i don't know what you're talking about i would first of all check some ne- your neptune aspects and see maybe where there's a blur there but also it, I don't think it always has to be as traditional as we think. Uh, maybe you really quickly pick up like boating or sign language or something that is feeding you. Again, I think this is where we can get some influence from the fifth house and see what, what is it that we like and what is it that we want to become masters and students of and what things are just for play and what things are for actually like our day-to-day, um, whether it's routines or career or work or what have you. Again, this, this is the other asterisk. We've been talking about work, not necessarily career and, yes. uh, and bigger picture stuff. This is just fucking getting that, getting the paycheck, doing the day-to-day grind. Well, it's the daily stuff that we're not seeing. This isn't like the award ceremony, which is a culmination of days of work. This mm-hmm. is the actual clocking The building in, blocks. And clocking out. Yeah. What does your schedule and look I, like? And I think if you, I think you could probably move quickly in whatever you sink, set out to do. Um, but again, just because, and this is a lot of six house stuff, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And just because you can charge ahead doesn't mean you're you're indebted to do jobs like that. Or, you know, I think, yeah, like when you can pick up stuff easily, I don't know. You're not obligated, I guess, is like long story short. The Astrology Idiot's Guide 
um, mentions that you need vitamin B oh. to combat mm. your nervousness, which mm. I don't uh. think is what that's used for, but nice try. <laughs> well, I think this is uh, someone who is very good at creating systems and schedules and things like that. So also, like, you understand how things, like, work or how things need to be ordered. Mm-hmm. So this is, to me, someone who can perceive and think um, and and communicate fairly orderly. But I also think this is a – this can be kind of, in all of these things, the downfall of that would be this, like, short-term immediate thinking mm-hmm. as opposed to the longer, um, like, are we – are we working for the weekend or are we working for retirement or whatever? Like those kinds of things of like, let's not get so caught up in how we're filling our day or what we're thinking about in this immediate that we lose track of like what the purpose of these schedules and things are. Well, and also too, like all placements, if you're like, oh fuck organizing this, that sounds awful to me. It's like your charts asking you to maybe get a, a grip on that in some capacity well, make, that doesn't mean either. I don't like, make the rules, but like, or, or organized is not the same as clean, clean or right. orderly. Organizing can be people organizing. It can be oh, um, yeah. data organizing. It can be m- making well, food is organizing. It's just making like, stuff work for you in yeah. a way that doesn't bum you out. Like it's it's like let's make our lives easier. It's very work smarter, not harder. Six houses mm-hmm. like work smarter, not yes. harder for all of this kind of stuff. Absolutely. Uh, Venus in the six. I think this can definitely be someone whose love language is either giving or receiving acts of service, maybe even words of affirmation too, because I feel like six wants to wants that recognition as well. Um, and, and yeah, recognition, uh, definitely something that Venus folks might crave. I also saw, and I feel like this is just so fitting that Gwyneth Paltrow has this placement. And if that is not Ooh. more goop yes. than goop can be, I don't know what, because yeah, I think six house could show a natural inclination towards health and wellness and like those kind of worlds. I mean, we're somewhat in that, I guess, wellness realm with astrology um, and Venus too. It wants those good aesthetics. It wants to have things around them that feel like it's soothing your outside aesthetic world and also that inside desire world so i was just like of course gwyneth with her fucking mm-hmm. ass can't quit book you, says avoid sugar <laughs> gwyneth would probably say that too so unless she's like pushing sugar pills for the book like actually sugar's <laughs> back just kidding uh so mars in the six um and julia kind of mentioned it with organizing i think it's something we don't always remember with sixth house and even Virgo people and um, that kind of world is uh, activism and organizing because that is a that is a type of organizational skills um, i.horoscope.com said that they hate unfairness and like duh. and Mars is very aware of the imbalances it can be very present in the day-to-day and they also this website also said it's normal for them to work until they get extremely tired organizing, arranging, evaluating, managing, all the things they're really good at with Mars in the six. And yeah, I think this is a place that could, if you're been like, fuck, what am I doing in my job? What is life fulfilling? I mean, power of the people. Like this is someone that can lead the army, uh, not the, you know, not the literal murderous army, but the army of change, the army of people that are like that people want to be told what to do sometimes. So I think this couldn't be someone that's good at that. Again, you know, let's be kind like you know let's let's be 
dictatory about it, but I think I have had, I've had a, a few friends with this placement and they're all like really great organizers and activists. And I'm like, huh, I'm seeing a trend and pattern of this could be like a really strong suit. If you are like, I have this passion, I have this energy, I have this org drive. Do I put it towards uh, my job? It's like, no, you can do it towards volunteering and to other stuff that um, kind of checks those similar boxes. The book Ooh. says you love to use sharp tools, so beware of accidents. Whoa. Ooh. Interesting. Is this a dumb idiot's guide? Mm-hmm. Okay. Love, love her. I'm wondering if it's like a chef. I'm not sure. Think sharp tools. Well, Mars is like cutting energy or like mm-hmm. cut, uh, sh- yeah, sharp in that. So that would make sense of like where we um, interact in systems and things like that. Mm-hmm. But. I could see this as also being someone who just um, has a literal, like, um, good amount of energy. Yeah. Like, get like, give me something to do. Give like, me, they're like, doing, they're, they're doing stuff. Which is very, daily, yeah. Which is very, act, like, if you're leading and yeah. working activism or in a kitchen or wherever, it's like, there's always something to be done. So you, you gotta well... eat every day. You gotta um, mm-hmm. do, there's stuff to be done every day. And we need people that are interested in, and in the day to day. So it's great. Jupiter. So I feel like this could really have a big influencer energy because I saw both Meryl Streep and Jack Nicholson have this placement. And I feel like they're both so um, iconic, effortlessly cool, but you know that it's not effortlessly cool. Like they definitely worked hard and stuck to their shit, but it just has that air of ease. Um, And I think you might make jobs look easy. And even though you're working hard and I think you know, that can have its own weird personal interrelationship context when someone's like, they just get everything. It's like, well, no, I actually, like, I've been grinding. You just, I'm not going to post about it. Like, I'm just going to show up and then show you my work afterwards. And uh, i.horoscope.com also said, most of the Jupiter and Sixth House individuals seem to be blessed by God because they don't have enemies and they get along with everyone really well, which I was like, wow, okay. And also... You know, in terms of work, this could also represent an ease in finding work easily. So if maybe if you've been someone that's like stressed, like I'm never going to find anything in this, shoot, shoot your shot. You have um, a blessings from Jupiter that want you to succeed and want you to have. So, you know, the only one limiting yourself is you at the end of the day. So like, give it a shot. Send that resume out. Like, and shoot, I always got to say this, especially for women we don't apply to stuff because we think we don't have every skill listed on the job. And dudes usually apply with like a skill or two where women a lot of the times think you have to have all 12. And part of the job is you grow and you learn and you develop with them. So don't like, don't sweat the small details because there's so much bigger picture Jupiter stuff happening here. Yeah. Um, so this cluster, this is my six house cluster. So this is like the first one I'm like, had to sit with myself and be like, ah, oh, I see. Uh, so Saturn, so this is going to want discipline, going to want routine, like all the things I talked about, want a meal plan budget. Um, I mean, for me, I'm an indulgent ass Taurus. So it's always felt like a, this placement always felt like a downer to me, especially first getting into astrology. But then my Saturn return has been so awesome because it was such a reshift of what works for me. Like I'm the person that's like signed up for like 800 gym memberships and waste money. I never go. I think sitting on a treadmill watching like E it sucks. Like it's just not for me. But when I found like Zumba and Pilates, I was like, Oh, I do like exercising. It's just different. Like it's not, doesn't have to be the way everyone, I, what I thought everyone else was doing. 
Um, and if you're like, bitch, it's just doing Bilates. I'm like, it took me a long time. Okay, I'm getting there. It's uh, something new. So I think just, you know, Saturn wants to ref- refine the habits and refine what you're trying to do. Um, also said, it can be difficult for these people to realize others don't work as fast as they do. So they should slow down with their workaholic tendencies. And um, I feel that. And also, I've had readings before where people are like, oh, you were like, good at working really monotonous jobs and that's so true i've worked in like placing lenses and cases over and over at an optometrist company data entry call center and i was good at it but like i didn't have to like just because i was good at it doesn't mean like oh yes my life of monotony and being a working robot it's like i can do that and it didn't drive me as nuts as maybe some other coworkers i had who were like i can't answer another call i can't do this and i'm like eh, i don't think it's that bad like I have my speech down. I'm like, a, I'm like, I'm just like a well-oiled machine. Give me a sugar-free Red Bull. Like, let's go. So uh, just, again, keep in mind that just because you can do those jobs doesn't mean that you must be doing jobs that are monotonous or boring. The book mentions that you may find your health problems stem from anxiety and worrying. Duh. <laughs> I mean, constantly. It's a con, like, the I, thank you again trello.com i really should email somebody there this was like a glowing a true glowing review but yeah and it's weird because like knock on wood i'm not a person that gets sick very often but i also think a lot of my illnesses are way more mental and stress than um like physical body and stuff very luckily very thankfully you know god willing uranus which i also have here this can represent also a wide range of jobs and maybe a, a wide range of routines. I'm definitely guilty of this. I've worked like furniture sales, so like baseball stadium photographer. I've seen my herd before, call centers, blah, blah, blah. I've had spurts of vegetarianism, then go, then I go to all fish, then to vegan, then I've eaten meat. Like it's never a straight line. I always beat myself up. I'm like, can I just commit to this thing? And it's like, it was nice to read a lot of stuff that was like, oh no, you're going to like find what works for you by trying and doing and then also it might be good for you for that year of vegetarianism it might be good for you for that year of that job like it um it doesn't uh mean that you're a fuck ass like it just means that this is what's work this works this works for you to a certain degree well i think it makes sense for you too because it's like it is in capricorn the the sign itself but having that sagittarius cusp and the jupiter gemini ruling is very much like well is it working then fucking do it Mm -hmm. who cares like Mm-hmm. You're doing it because this is what you need to work on right now. And that like kind of immediacy of like, if you're supposed to be vegan for a year, be fucking vegan for a year. Who cares? Yeah, I think it's, um, and again, this, I think that's Saturn being judgy in this, yes. in this zone. It's like, well, how can you just say you're this for a short amount of time? It's like, cause bitch, I am. Um, and I think too, it kind of goes with the opposite of the stirred up nine to five humdrum of a boring ass job is, it's probably going to drive you a little more nuts. So that's always been a struggle of, where I justify, I can do this, it's not a big deal. And then the next day is like, it is a big deal. This is killing me slowly <laughs> inside. I don't know why I'm denying that this is awful. Um, so experiment, long story short. Like, I think this is a good ta- a good place to encourage experimenting what works for you. Trial and error, it's not going to be clear as shit. The and book also yeah. mentions that these people have ingenious scientific or mathematical ideas that lead to important inventions or new understandings, especially with practical applications, which I think for Capricorn, that's like great, you know? I mean, again, I'm sitting here being like, 
I am a dumbass, but okay. And, you know, like, <laughs> I know you're not a dumbass. <laughs> that's Saturn. That's so sad. I mean, this is the thing is I have that fucking cap trap cluster of Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and they're all wanting different, even though they're in the same sign, they're all fucking going in different ways. Like Neptune, which is also not very like a yay structure kind of, kind of gal. Um, i.horoscope.com said ignoring the most important responsibilities can have their life uh, these people can have their life in chaos and they may feel guilty or confused that things aren't going well for them and it's like yep uh you know neptune wants to be free and the sixth house does want to be more defined and i think that is kind of what we talked a little bit i think in, when we were talking about neptune stuff for you julia too it's like yes like be free create and play but it's gonna feel like a looming guilt if you are ignoring the problem like putting band-aids like i'll get to it late how you can only get to things later so many times yes and eventually it will catch up to you and i mean i think that's a really um apt use of like the word guilt because that is something that i feel a lot of times and i think it's a, a good a good um compass for like, oh, are you letting yourself down because you're not doing things that you know you need to be doing and you're, avo- are you avoiding or are you um, relaxing? Mm-hmm. And those are different, very different things. And um, when you're relaxing, then you, it's because you've, uh, you need a break and mm-hmm. because you did the stuff. And uh, when you're avoiding, you're still thinking about that stuff that you're not doing. Right. It's still there in and, the brain. Yeah. So you might as well just do the stuff you're not doing so you can actually relax mm-hmm. uh, and like not feel guilty about it because guilt is is not uh, useful for that totally. that sort of thing or whatever. Yeah, like, totally. And this also uh, mentioned um, some hard times dealing with the mundane aspects of life, which is like, yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah. The book also mentions that an interest in natural or spiritual forms of healing when ill Sign me up for the essential oils cult, baby. Yeah. Did you guys see that new Netflix thing? Oh yeah, we were talking sick, unwell. Oh no, wait, is that the same one? Oh, unwell. Yeah, we were talking. We were chatting a little bit about it in the brand. Watch it. Spanking Discord. Uh, Stevie did. Yeah, I watched. You watched it. uh, It like started playing, and I was interested, but I had to go. I watched the essential oils. And then I, I'm I halfway through the tantric sex one. I mean, white people, I as a, you know, I'm probably not allowed to say this as a white person, are the devil. Like, everything is just rooted back into, like, a colonial capitalist. We found this thing that's healing. How do we make empires, make money? But the essential oils, I just had no idea. We were talking about it on the uh, Patreon Discord. Like, I just didn't know people, like, like to me, lavender. Eat them. Yeah, eat them and like. <laughs> I know. And also like, they're, lab- they're all chemicals too. Did you know that? No. Nothing in it is natural. They're made in labs. My aunt's a pharmacist, and she's always like, "Do not use them." But I like the smells. I well, just yeah. smell them. That's all I do. Yeah. Well, and it, sometimes spray my bed with them. Well, that's why I'm like essential oils. That the fact that there's these like almost mega church like cults and um, you know conventions, and then like the Avon ladies selling ho- in homes, and they drink it, and they didn't their brain tumor allegedly went away or whatever. But I'm just. To me, like, essential oils are like, yeah, lavender's calming. You buy it at a store for four bucks. They're selling them for, like, 40. They're drinking them. They're starting these multi-million dollar cult church sort of things. 
to me, it, it was felt similar. I'm like, do people do this for like incense and like, I don't know, like does every little thing if, have a if cult? incense, I don't think every little thing has a cult, but I think anything that can be, Cure, um, like, uh, or like, but, useful, it, there but I'm like, there's sure, I'm sure there's a thing. Is there incense? I'm not con? gonna, I'm not gonna out somebody, but Ooh. yeah, I, I def, there's definitely some, um, we can talk about it afterwards. Okay, Let's cool. get to Pluto. Well, well it's like Hell it, yeah, dude. it's like there's like a porn for everything. There's like a con well, for everything. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's always but I was con being, being conference. It's always the thing. It's like it's not the there is nothing wrong with using essential oils. It's the selling of essential of these specific essential oils as the only thing that can help you in this thing. And mm-hmm. also your way to like to success. It's not only going to save your health, it's also going to make you money, make you rich, uh-huh. make all of your wildest dreams come true. And it's it's fucking sales. It's the oldest. We've been doing sales like these things for years, convincing people to to be on board and they convince someone else. We all know that they don't work, but we love a silver bullet. We yeah. love we love a fix all. Yeah, it was it's the angle and the the, the people that take it to this next level are really fascinating just cuz I'm, I just didn't know. I didn't know there was all these people meeting up and going to mega churches for fucking lavender oil and like fucking frankincense and whatever. All right, Pluto, Ob, Scorpio, Marzi, etc. Energy can be a little obsessive. So I think this can be someone that when we talked about like that perfectionism and that whateveriness of sixth house, I think this one can definitely easily lean into that. Maybe like kicking ass, working hard, you know thriving in that routine it might be really hard to break from that routine too because like once you have it like set it's like oh my god someone's fucking with this now so like I had this figured out like you know Pluto likes to calculate and likes to know what's going on and dark pixie astrology describes this person as a problem solver and guess what when you're really good at solving problems like moon and venus people are going to want you around they're going to want to have your energy with them so I think I think this is just another one that Pluto will naturally be protective, but maybe not over knowing what to protect. So I think it's just all about balancing that energy, keeping some of those skills that serve you for you. And that always has to be the for others or the bigger picture. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely like overachiever energy, someone that can just basically put their mind to whatever they want to put their mind to and go and do it. And I think this Pluto really felt like an overcompassing reminder for so much of the sixth house stuff is, this is still about us. This is still at the bottom of our chart. This, and while it's service, we have to like put ourselves at the forefront. It's an oxygen mass reference we say all the time. Like yeah. you have to like check in, balance yourself before we can ultimately be our best servant people to the outside. If you, well, it's like if you destroy yourself, you are of no service. Right. Well, like, I do have Pluto in the sixth house. Oh. And I do think it's somewhat accurate. However, I think there is a bit of the death and rebirthing happening where it's like, I have to destroy myself mm-hmm. in order to be of service and I can't destroy myself. So I, I'm like a person that I don't like to drink two days in a row. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, like that. And then like, um, also, have drinking two that, days in a row, I feel like it, like, same with LSD or drinking, like, I feel like it never works anyway, <laughs> or, like, yeah, it's harder no, for you're it to just, work. like, working back to zero, yeah. um, <laughs> but the, the book has, like, a thing that I felt, like, very connected with, 
it says that you could be critical or forgiving depending on circumstance. And I think that's really, really true for me. Like, I will write someone off or, like, a tweet. But then, like, I'll let people, like, walk all over me. You know what I mean? It's, like, very, but it's, like, just circumstantial. Like, very, very, like... That makes so much. I try to be fair. I try. Of course, but it makes sense too, though, on a on a Pluto level where it is like life and death are the stakes always, Mm -hmm. and and not 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 that that's true, but that it has that feeling sometimes where it is like that. And I think that's where it could come from, where this smallest infraction could be the biggest offense, and this absolutely horrific kind of. Uh, awful thing could be like oh whatever it's life and death like well pluto am i choosing life or am i choosing death and i'm gonna choose life you know what i mean well pluto too like just you know six house and beyond is it's selective with loyal i mean so loyal sometimes too and it will you know be executed at the scene for someone like for who they feel like they are intertwined with and who they're connected with and yeah, if you see some sh- like asshole tweets like the dumbest shit on earth, you don't feel that, and you're not connected to them. It's like okay, goodbye. Like it's easier to say goodbye and to those you're not as connected who is going, to. Also, who is going to destroy you? Like that oh. kind of idea too of like other people needing to like uh, be mindful of who's in and out of your life and stuff like that because they could also be your destruction. Again, not not true, but real. Feeling, it could feel, but it could feel that understanding. way. Understanding and could be also true. I don't. Yeah, know. I think there's some truth to that. I do think that there is like, I'm thinking of like a certain person right now, but there is like a certain type of like person where I'm like, oh man, like you, the way you write online makes me not only not want to be friends with you, but I want to maintain the furthest possible distance yes. from you. Like you are like just down to ruin someone's life, and I have no interest in being a part of you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I think that's Libra too, right? Because okay. yeah, well, I'm not a Pluto Libra, but it's the cusp of my. But it's the cusp of your. So it's like, well, it's yeah, the balance like, of online. If pers- there is personhood. some kind of shared scale partnership thing happening, where I'm like, I just don't want to be in the scales with you. Mm-hmm. I've had this. What you just said, I've heard. I've had so many Libra e friends mention the divide between someone's online versus in real life, which is such the scales. And it's interesting because for me, I'm like. I'm just like it's online. I'm like I'm like it's online. I'm like I don't give it. I don't know this the magnitude of this nah, you know, situation, the, but the, they're, I'm talking about people I know. Yeah, yeah, but it's like oh no, it's the, the same for their people living. show themselves online too. I I'm but I I disagree. I am like kind of in a disagree. I think there is like some elements of persona and uh, caricature and play in play that I don't take but it. As I, I think like, that's true unless you're tweeting about like people who like their race or there's like you know what I mean there's like certain stuff where you're like "Mm, you just don't yeah no I've I've just noticed my Libra friends are more bothered I've noticed they get more bothered by people's online presences than like um a lot of other people that I've been around and again from like the smallest of the small like why you bragging about this why you keep talking about this to like yeah, being a full blown like if you're a racist, creepy, pervert, whatever, that's one thing. But it's just it's just an interesting um socially science correlation I'm I'm seeing. Because you want that balance. You want you to be who you are in real life and who you are in person. And I've seen this good. Why do you show so much of this like of this bad? Like where where is what's real? Because I wanted to see what's fair and what's and what's understandable. And I don't understand why you would be behaving in this way. So then I think that's like I think it's just really interesting. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, Whoa, I mean, saucy six. 
I like it. I mean, I think it's it's um, like anything. It's it's important to talk about the ones that are a little less like sexy or whatever because it's ne- it's necessary. We have to do the I I and I love this idea of like six house is kind of unavoidable things we can try to avoid them as much as we want but you're not really avoiding it you're just prolonging it yeah. so it's like whatever's whatever's there it needs to be taken care of yeah let's 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 handle it because it will it, at least do it on your own terms instead of when it's going to come back and and be not on your terms it's very saturnian in that way and and it's kind of a buzz a buzz kill but sometimes so it's just it, you kill the buzz so we can rebuzz so you can buzz again like you said i like that of like not going to zero like a zero sum where it's like get a buzz when you can like really get a fucking buzz not like get that <laughs> not to not to like come back from underneath i don't know i've been watching jeopardy a lot and i'm like oh, you're <laughs> negative negative points <laughs> right where it's like oh do you make the guess and knock down your score or do you like hang on until you've learned and you know i mean jeopardy's i love a jeopardy yeah, that's fun I love it. it's on netflix now and i've just oh, been watching so shit. much of it Hell they yeah. do little like capsules um it is weird but i don't I'm, know if i'm i have per- trauma jeopardy trauma from jeopardy why oh yeah my ex used to like scream at me and also oh, no. he would pre-watch oh, no. them and then <gasps> okay fuck be up. like i'm guessing all the answers right and okay that's i fucking... caught him doing that that's scary actually that's really psychotic remember when i always was like hating on scorpios this is why i mean well that's i love i like love it as like a scorpio behavior kind of thing but hate it as a person that was in a relationship with you yeah (laughs) like leveraging scary person like Um, like leveraging jeff like rooting jeopardy for someone how horrifying well that's pre watching is cheating that's pre watching isn't that psychotic that's absolutely psychotic straight up psychotic and i was like how is he getting these answers about owls and shit (laughs) (laughs) well don't do that live live in the now be honest that you don't know things on jeopardy but enjoy it if you can i understand if you can't that's that's i'm sorry i'm sorry i think i'll be okay i just don't think i'll be electing to watch on netflix (laughs) yeah like what is um triggered triggered. (laughs) (laughs) um thank you guys so much for listening um we'll see you next time Bye. bye thank you for listening to what's your sign please rate us five stars and subscribe on itunes or whatever podcast platform you use if you like what you heard please support us on patreon you can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your